Good morning and welcome to Wednesday morning, May the 27th in 2020 on Win Our Eyes. We're in year A and the day of Pentecost Sunday, those 50 days after the Sunday of Easter. And so today I'm going to be in Acts chapter 2, which is actually the narrative of the day of Pentecost when the early church was filled with the Holy Spirit and sent out into mission. So let me read that, Acts 2, 1 through 21, and provide a couple points of reflection, then spend some time praying along its theme this morning. Hey, thanks for making us part of your morning on Winter Eyes. Let's allow our souls to rise and meet God together in a time of prayer. Acts chapter 2, verses 1 through 21. When the day of Pentecost came, they were all together in one place. Suddenly a sound like the blowing of violent wind came from heaven and filled the whole house where they were sitting. They saw what seemed to be tongues of fire that separated and came to rest on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Now they were staying in Jerusalem, God-fearing Jews from every nation under heaven. When they heard this sound, a crowd came together in bewilderment because each one heard their own language being spoken. Utterly amazed, they asked, Aren't all these who are speaking Galileans? Amazed and perplexed, they asked one another, What does this mean? Some, however, made fun of them and said they had too much wine. Then Peter stood up with the eleven, raised his voice, and addressed the crowd. Fellow Jews and all of you who live in Jerusalem, let me explain this to you. Listen carefully to what I say. These people are not drunk, as you suppose. It is only nine in the morning. No, this is what is spoken through the prophet Joel. In the last days, God says, I'll pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit in those days, and they will prophesy. I will show wonders in the heavens above and signs on the earth below, blood and fire and billows of smoke. The sun will be turned to darkness and the moon to blood before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. Everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. This is the word of God for us. There's so much that we could say about the significance of the day of Pentecost, and Luke is certainly heaping up a lot of significance in this one story. There's so many callbacks, there's so many things that we could cover, but since Pentecost comes every year, let's just do a little bit for now, and I'll do a little bit next time around on the day of Pentecost. I think what I want to focus on is uh, what is happening to the disciples in their personal transformation. If you remember early in the book of Acts, they're asking questions um, with um, a bit of their own needs in mind. Uh, they're asking when God is going to make much of the nation of Israel. They're all Israelites. They're Galileans. And Jesus is one, or they're wondering if Jesus is going to somehow glorify the people of God uh, because of all that they've been promised and all that he's able to do. And so I think that one of the truths of the day of Pentecost is what happens through them and in them. Um, one of the weird things about this story, admittedly, is why the tongues of fire? Why, why is there like a mighty rushing wind? Why is there clothing tongues of fire on them? What is the purpose of of this? Uh, what what is the significance? Well, an old rabbinical tale says that when Moses was on Mount Sinai and he got the law of God, the Ten Commandments, that clothing tongues of fire went to all other people groups around the earth and the word that was spoken to Moses was also the words that were spoken to every other people group. This is a law not just for the nation of Israel but it was a law for everyone. 
and everyone was able to hear this transformative truth from God. And so what we have on the day of Pentecost is tongues of fire resting upon the early church, and they begin to speak in known languages, uh, multitudes of other languages. And the miracle of the day of Pentecost is not so much the speaking from the disciples, but it's the hearing of the multitudes of others. They heard them praising God in their native languages. And this this gives a picture who the church is going to be. We're going to be a diverse worldwide group of people. And this is the one of the very first steps that the early church takes in order to become less self-motivated and for selfish desires in order to be those who proclaim Jesus to be the desire of all nations. And I think that that is a, 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 a critical thing for us to consider on the day of Pentecost. And it's for us to examine in ourselves. The more that we move closer to our own needs, the we are moving away from the gospel, but the more inclusive, as in embracing other people and inviting them into the people of God, we're getting closer and closer to a gospel demonstration. So I want us to think about our own lives and to pray a prayer, asking God to transform our hearts. This was a critical step. This opened up Peter's eyes and it drew his attention to Joel chapter 2, where the Spirit's poured out and there's going to be truth being spoken. There's going to be prophesying. Old men seeing visions and young men dreaming dreams. Um, and they're able to um, they're able to just consider that God's salvation is being extended to all people, not just for them. And this is important as they begin to set their sights on what Jesus is calling them to do. And as we go further and further into the book of Acts, we see Barriers are being broken, and different types of people are being included. This is becoming a a bigger movement, a more complex and diverse movement than perhaps the disciples ever had imagined when when the story started. And so it starts with us now. That that same invitation is to us. Are we able to conceive of a move of God that is global and is not just like single-sided upon what we consider and what we think and what we're hoping that it's going to be. So let's spend some time praying this morning a big, bold prayer that God would expand our horizons of understanding and embracing a wider, more diverse view of who the church is supposed to be. So let's spend some time praying this morning. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, I thank you that you saw fit to include us into your family, that we're a part of your worldwide group of people this ever-expansing story of God's grace upon the earth. God, we confess this morning that we tend to think more uh, nearsighted. We tend to think of our own needs and that what's happening in play in front of us. But we thank you that you've called us higher, that you've called us to love you and to love our neighbor. And so, God, as we think of those ramifications, we confess to you that we need your help because if left to our own devices, we will only look at for our own needs. We will only consider the way that we, we have seen things and the way that we prefer things. But we thank you that part of being a Christian is to love our neighbors and to love other people in the family of God. And so, Lord, this day we pray that we would take a step towards including the other, welcoming the stranger, embracing the broken, so that we can better adorn the gospel of Jesus Christ. So, God, this day I pray for your grace once again. Your word tells us that grace not only saves us, but it teaches us. So God, we pray that you'd be our teacher today. Help us to follow you as you 
pushed through boundaries and broke through social barriers and included others with with great courage. God, may we have that same courage that, that was found in Christ. And may lives be transformed and may we be transformed because of it. So God, I pray that you breathe upon your church, fill us with your Holy Spirit. Allow us to be known as those who extend the furthest to, ex- to include the most. I ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.